Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you're having a fantastic Friday. Uh, in this show, I just want to kick it with you guys for a little while. Have a casual Friday. We'll just do a Q&A for a bit. Uh, whatever you guys want to discuss, drop it in the chat. We're definitely going to be talking about these vaccine mandates because that is obviously the topic of the last couple of days. Uh, and whatever else you guys want to touch on too, you know, you can drop links. I can bring them up. Uh, whatever you guys want to talk about. So uh, I've got, let's see here, I've got the chat up from DLive and Twitch, and then I've got, boom, some Foxhole, Foxhole fam chat up there. So I'll be able to, uh, you'll be able to see the comments when I'm discussing them. And I'll, I'll read them off too, so anybody listening on the podcast will be able to know what I'm answering, know what I'm talking about. So that's that, everybody. Hope you're staying safe out there. Hope you're doing all right. Hope you're just laughing at all the ridiculousness, just the the shit show that's going on out there. I mean, on one hand, it's it, it is scary, but on the other hand, it I mean, the best way to wake somebody up is oppress the shit out of them. And my God, are people realizing how oppressed they really are in this day and age? And honestly. It's a blessing that we're all alive right now at this point in human history to see basically the grand ending of this cycle and then the creation of another one with it. You know, we're going to have to basically destroy these control systems that were never set up for us. They were never set up for us or by us. There was always shadow controllers behind the scenes, right, in the halls of power. We're just we're disassembling those control systems, and then it's going to be up to us to figure out what the heck's going on here and where should we really go from here. So, the good old apocalypse, everybody. It's the freaking apocalypse. When you actually look into the etymology of what apocalypse apocalypse means, it just means a revealing. That's it. So it doesn't mean the the burning of the earth and the ending of everything. It just means the great revealing revealing of what well <laughs> you're seeing it all happen right now the all the suppressed truths and information knowledge that's been hidden away suppressed away from humanity um we're we're figuring it out we're taking our power back so beautiful times ahead everybody beautiful times ahead might give might be a little turbulent while we wade through these waters but as long as we have each other as long as we stick together support each other and don't give up. Keep fighting. We'll be we'll be a okay. So that's that. Now, whatever you guys want to get into, I've got. Uh, let me get some of the stuff kind of situated actually here, so I'm not having to like look around at all the different screens. So, um, what's up, Jim? What's up, Debbie? What is up, <laughs> Tyler? Yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll talk to you soon, Tyler. Thanks for thanks for being here. Uh, Green Star, Thode Girl. <laughs> I don't even know how to read these names. Cool, cool. So, somebody said we're gonna need a 14.5 magnitude earthquake to wake more people up. Heck, man, this uh, uh, this vaccine mandate thing with the businesses being forced now, if they're you know medium sized or larger businesses, hundred employees or more, being forced to to vaccinate or do weekly tests or whatnot, or face fines if they don't, that's a big earthquake for a lot of people. The thing is that 
everybody has their own perspectives and their own interests and their own, um, you know, familiarities. So one earthquake is going to be more intense for one person than it would be maybe another person. So for example, you might have somebody that's really interested in, I don't know, investing or finances or something like that. If you try to talk to them about pharma vaccines, maybe they're not really interested in health. They don't, you know, that's, that's not what they're interested in at the moment, but at the moment they're interested in finances. So maybe you could start talking to them about, Oh, let's look at inflation. Let's look at, um, how jobs are being sourced overseas and taken away from America. Let's talk about the federal reserve freaking fiat banking system. Right? So you got to know your customer. That's what, that's one thing you kind of learn in sales, right? You got to figure out your customer, what makes them tick, and then try to uh, wake them up or red pill them with something that they would be more accustomed to. So might be might be that Federal Reserve, might be pharmaceutical, might be vaccines, right? That that is a hot topic of conversation. So that's a way right now you could uh, hopefully lead somebody down a path of awakening with granted it's a very polarizing topic so might not be the best but maybe it is Uh, a lot of other things to discuss as well Uh, media is a very easy one and that just i mean left wing right wing no matter where you're at people can generally agree that the mainstream media is just fake as crap they might not realize how fake it is how bad it is exactly what tactics they use to control and silence and suppress and uh, brainwash but pretty much everybody can agree at least a little bit that the media is garbage so you know know your demographic exactly Uh, somebody's asking me about dave at x22 i like dave i like dave um you know that doesn't mean i agree with 100 percent of of what he says but you don't have to agree with 100% of what somebody says to like them right as long as they have good intent and I think Dave has uh, good performance too you know good performance I don't sometimes he can be you know likes to create the story with his content and it helps draw people in but I I don't think he's all that clickbaity I don't I don't see him as that uh, somebody said he's become very repetitive. Granted, the dude puts out two videos a day, so you can only say so many new things in the content you do, right? And especially if you're doing two videos a day, yeah, it's... <laughs> but at the same time, you know, he's helped a lot of people. And that repetition's kind of helpful, too, because it really ingrains the ideas into people's heads. I mean, that's exactly what the mainstream media does to brainwash people is repetition. So that repetition can be a good thing. Granted, if you already know it and understand it, have heard it before, maybe it's not quite as valuable valuable to you. That's great. Go search somebody else. But X22 has provided a lot of value, I think, to a lot of people. Uh, yeah, I, t- I definitely would not put him in the same category as, <laughs> as some of the other people I tend to clown on on, on uh, social media. But, uh, and, and Dave as well, you know, anybody who has the... Uh, I guess the courage to have me on their show, right? Because I know the shills come after me. Whatever, whatever somebody shares my work or has me on the show or whatnot, the shills just come after it. And and I, I'm a controversial person, so I, I always respect people that 
are open to the controversy or at least um, open to, to putting out different perspectives to their audiences. And I know mine are, are typically different. Mine are even different for the different niche we're in. Like, like we're in the crazy conspiracy niche. And even even myself, I like, <laughs> some people think, I go a little overboard and like trigger people in our own movement too. It's It's good. Rocky's girl, what are my thoughts on the looming internet outage shutdown? They're laying down a narrative already from ransomware to solar flares to a computer virus pandemic. Uh, any tips on being prepared ahead of time? Always a good idea just to have a couple weeks of basic necessities, food and water, and that goes for any reason, whether it's a natural disaster or some sort of supply shortage or internet outage, whatnot. So that's just always a good idea. Uh, it does seem that they're laying down a narrative. I've seen the solar flares thing. Granted, that that while the deep state could use that as an excuse, that's also something to definitely be aware of because it could actually happen with solar flares and coronal mass ejections hitting our Earth. There's a lot of things going on with, with Earth's magnetic shield and magnetic poles, and that that is actually something to watch out for. But um, yeah, yeah, I, I see the narrative being laid down. <laughs> they're blaming so much shit on the hackers, right? That's like one of the, the new boogeymen, the boogeyman of the 2020s. Uh, I, I'm i not that worried, I guess. I don't know. I've always just been one to be aware of it. That's good, so you can be prepared, but um, just don't let it mess with your head too much. Uh, Julia says, I have a question. Since when do we start contributing to the hate between the vaxxed and the unvaxxed? I see members of the movement hating on the vaxxed. Yeah, it's just never a good idea. Just because somebody has a different belief than you to automatically hate them and be aggressive towards them and put them down, right? You just don't want to be that person. You don't want to be that person. Granted, you know, on one hand, we do deal with so much shit, so much gaslighting, so much ridicule that sometimes you want to say I told you so, and sometimes it's okay to be that person and tell them I told you so. But at the same time, in the in the grand scheme of things, having that attitude all the time is not going to get us anywhere. It's, it's not going to progress us. So it's much better for everybody involved, much easier for the whole situation just to uh, have compassion for them. And, uh, you know, don't, don't be a pansy and, and tell them what they want to hear and just try to make them feel good, right? Tell them the hard truths, but you don't need to do it uh, in a way that's just arrogant and pompous. And really, you got to feel bad. Got to feel bad for people that got the shots and just that are so brainwashed into not even as just with vaccines and shots, but whatever it may be, right? People who are so sucked into thinking Biden's a great guy or or thinking that whatever the heck, just living life in such brainwashed fear. Um, thinking, thinking the media is good for him and, and life is lived just to make dollars and have materialistic goods. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's sad that they're so boxed in and their life is just not going to be fun. 
because they don't understand the power of their own thoughts and the power of um, themselves, I guess. So yeah, just don't be that person. Don't be that person. Who Who is that quote from? I think it was Oscar Wilde. He said, when fighting monsters, don't see to it that you become a monster in that process, right? Paraphrasing, but that's the essence of the quote, and I've always really liked that one. Yeah, some so-called truthers are starting the pure blood movement. That's kind of weird. That's very separative, right? The pure blood movement. Gran granted, I don't know. I understand, right? I don't want to. I don't want to be with anybody that's that's vaccinated. But I don't know. Like I, 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 uh, I talked to an old friend from high school uh, a few weeks back, and he's on board with a lot of uh, what I speak about the the conspiracy type stuff. He's a he's actually a Middle Middle uh, Middle Eastern dude, Iraq, and. He's a, he's a Trump supporter, kind of closet Trump supporter, but he's, you know, um, sees a lot of it. He still got the vaccines, though. He told me he did because uh, he had traveling to do, so he caved. And I said, okay, bud, that's... <laughs> Let me help you get that shit out of your system, though. And he's like, okay, yeah, you know, don't hate on him. Help him. Somebody said, oh, no, the pure blood movement sounds like it's hijacking another deep state narrative. Yeah. Is that the like, uh, you know, I've seen, I've seen a lot of people make this joke lately, and it's like, it's not a joke I would ever make on the internet. But it's, they're saying, um, like, oh, man, I totally understand. I, all these stupid people around. There's so, there's so many dumb people in the world. I totally understand where the New World Order is coming from when they want to depopulate all these people. Like, what the heck? Like, it's is that really a joke you feel good making? Like, uh You make that joke and an instant regret sets in. You're like, oh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm losing ascension points making that joke. Ugh. But I'm actually seeing, like, some influencers seriously make that joke on, like, their Twitter accounts and shit. <laughs> it's like, what? No, no, no. Don't become a monster, man. All right, I'm going to hit up some foxhole comments here. Can't forget the foxhole fam. Uh, can I discuss MMS again? Do I sell it? No, I do not sell MMS. Uh, to repeat that yet again. I do not, but I do promote people that do sell chlorine dioxide, uh, water purification drops. I've made Telegram posts about it. You can find them on my website. Um, so yeah, I support them, but what did you want to know about it? Discuss about it. Actually, I'll save that conversation for another, another video. Um, I might even do a dedicated, yeah, I'm going to do some dedicated content on that. I don't want to get too deep into it here. Cause that would take a lot of time as well. That's a topic with a lot of specific details to, to cover. And it's something that I don't want to brush over nonchalant right now.
Someone said if there if you think there's infiltration here in this community, you need to step into the crypto community. The shills there are out of this world. Yeah, I mean, it's like every industry on the internet, they send some sort of some sort of shills after it, some sort of psyop after it to mess with it. I know there's a lot of bots in the crypto world and they're very similar to the bots on Telegram which are awful and they're getting worse. But in terms of shills, like shill shills, uh, they're just going to be curtailed to, to every industry, you know. There's the vaccine shills out there. you got your anti-Q shills. You've got ah, a lot of them. Ooh, here's a good question from Linzo on Twitch. Hey, Jordan, do you ever go back over Q's posts? I do. Yeah, every so often, every four, four months or so, every, every few months, I'll go to whatever amalgamation website is still up, right? Like half of them have been taken down right now. The best ones, QMAP, R-I-P, R-I-P to QMAP.pub. I think QAnon.pub is the one that's up and QAlerts.app. The only two we got left pretty much. But yeah, I go, I go back to one of those websites every few months and just start from the first one and read them through. QAG.news, QAGG.news is another one. Thanks, Tyler. Yeah, so it's interesting, you know, going back through them all with a whole new perspective on how things have turned out and you try to see like uh, what they might have meant or, or where they might have been uh, bullshitting and thinking about who they might have been bullshitting, right? Like where targeted counter intel was towards what it all really meant. And yeah, yeah, it's interesting. I don't think that story's done. I think there's still more to be told with that. Long game here, folks. Long game. Questions on how to detox from the vaccine too. Damn, that would be a great video for me to do this weekend. Get it out to you guys like a specific one on that. Yes, I'll do some, I'll do some research and get back to you. I've got some projects to uh, do over the next few days. And I see a lot of people asking about Devolution 2. I am going to be, actually, I just was talking to Mr. Patel Patriot, and we got an interview scheduled for Monday. So I'm going to be talking to him on Monday and uh, hopefully getting out kind of some, uh, taking the conversation in a way that maybe some other influencers haven't. I'm sure he's just said a lot of the same story over and over and over again to people having him on his show. And I'm going to take the conversation in ways to maybe maybe ha have him clarify some misconceptions that he's seeing out there or talk about certain things uh, to maybe gain some more clarity on it. And yeah, yeah, it'll be a... I will put a solicitation out on Telegram over the weekend asking people for questions and comments that they want me to ask him. It won't be a live interview. I don't typically do live interviews but because um, I'm not the best at OBS and setting up all the software and stuff for it. Uh, but I'll pre-record it and get it up. Uh, comment on Twitch. I don't know what the screen name is, but it says starting to see some Trump support disappear. Wonder if that would make more down to earth people. Wonder if that would make more down to earth peeps running as in not famous rich. 
uh, not quite following that comment, quite honestly. If anyone plans to have surgery, give blood and store it at the hospital just in case. Ooh, ooh, that's a good, yeah. Huh. Watching, watching the the value of your unvaccinated blood and sperm, right? Any any body parts? <laughs> That's true. Uh, I'm I'm thinking about having surgery eventually, and it, it kind of makes me nervous. Like, are they gonna make me try and get vaccinated and all that? I want I want to get surgery on my knee eventually, but it it would be a tiny probably arthro what do they call it arthroscopic uh, surgery? Not much. Uh, but it's good, yeah. How well do I know Roger Stone? Asks Rudy Mack. I don't. I've only ever talked to him once, and that was back in 2017. I just, I just had a phone call with him and then appeared on the uh, InfoWars program, if you guys remember that. I was the, I was the one that brought Q to the, to the uh, War Room InfoWars podcast. Yeah. Very early days, very early days of Q. That was when I was like the first person on YouTube to be talking about Q, and my my sub numbers were just exploding. But other than that, I don't know. Somebody said they heard unvaxxed sperm was worth a lot of money. Well, nice knowing you guys. I quit. Just kidding. <laughs> what kind of reverse osmosis machine do I have? Ask Magadog. You're talking about water. I have one of the triple filtration systems that you hook under your sink. Under your sink. It costs about... Um, 200 bucks, maybe 250. And the filters will last you probably a year, year and a half or so, but it's totally worth it. Totally worth it. So I just have a little cutout in my sink, spigot there. It's incredibly convenient. I highly suggest it. Far better than any of the gravity systems. And, and don't even waste your money on like a Brita filter because those don't really get what you want to get out of there. Um, question over the counter alternatives for ivermectin or HCQ. Um, can't give medical advice, although I can tell you what I would do, right? <laughs> so, but it depends. It depends on your what you're trying to do, right? So, um, again, yeah, there's no one size fits all approach, no one pill fits all approach, right? Uh, I see kind of ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine becoming very popular, sort of buzzwordy. Everybody's going for it. Although, I mean, like there, there, there's a lot of options out there for many different things, right? Even, even to kill, like if you want to kill a virus, let's just use that example. Honestly, I would first reach for oregano oil. Basic, very cheap. You can find it all over the place. Get it on the internet for 20 bucks. Uh, make sure you get a pure brand and wildcrafted um, 
CO2 extract is usually the best, but yeah, it's easier and you don't have to worry about trying to find ivermectin in, in that craze right now. There's also chlorine dioxide. There's also you know a lot, a lot of things you can do. Uh, hydroxychloroquine, the active ingredient in that one is quinine. So you can use or find any kind of sources that give you quinine. Take take a fat shot of gin while you're you're down in some lemon peel or something like that. Uh-huh. <laughs> there you go. But uh, I kid, I kid. Somebody said P73 oregano oil. That is the one I use from a company called North American Urban Spice. Not not sponsored. That one's not sponsored, but that, that shit is magic. I use it on my skin almost every day, actually. It's a very good, uh, it's very good anti-parasitic, anti-fungal, anti-bacterial. All right, all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna head back over to some foxhole here. Scroll back through some comments. Maybe switch up the switch up the topic a little bit. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do some live streams specifically for my my new Conscious Strength Rumble Bit Shoot channel and whatnot. Uh, probably do one next week. Just like an hour of Q and A, kind of like this, but health oriented and whatnot. Um, so we'll we'll save those topics for very soon. Uh, our cloaked unseen go go do a search in YouTube song by Burden Sleepy Joe cheated. Play and listen to it. Woke Society's just played it and loved it. <laughs> I'll go check it out after this. Sharpshooter says, why won't Americans protest? The rest of the world is trying, but we need your help. Um, that's a damn good question. I have definitely seen some Americans protest. There, It is happening, although I don't... Honestly, I wouldn't say it's quite as bad in America as I've seen it in, like, Canada and Australia. Definitely not, not as bad in America as Australia. So I, I don't think it's as bad. People ha- haven't been quite as oppressed shall we say to do that but it might be coming might be coming soon um and there have been there have been some events here seen in new york for instance and i've even seen little little demonstrations take place like on the side of roads here in washington state with like 100 150 people out you know not even in the big city but i'm talking like out and kind of almost podunk almost Timbuktu so it's happening plus also um at least in America here all the people uh it's a typically a bigger country than a lot more the European ones and less urban most of the people that are anti-gov and anti all this bullshit, they're like out. They're out of the big cities. They're they're off like by themselves, <laughs> right? So there's just not as many people around them to band together. A lot of the people in the cities are, you know, they're brainwashed as crap. So it's, I don't know, a little different. Yeah, here in America, they're also heavily armed. <laughs> they're just like out, 
away from stuff. Linza said, we be rallying in Canada more and more each week. That is awesome, man. Every Saturday and Sunday now, it's protest day around the world. Saturdays and Sundays. It's awesome. I love waking up on Saturday mornings and seeing what's already happened in, you know, it's later in the day over in Europe and whatnot. So wake it up. Oh, shit. Look at 800,000 people in friggin' France and Paris. And damn, you go Spain. Look at all those folks. And it's cool. It's really cool to see. But I do agree. I wish a whole lot, pe whole lot more people in America would get on that. All right. Just checking out Foxhole comments. Now let me look at these uh, DLive ones. We'll probably rock it for about 15 more minutes and then, uh, and then call it good. You guys can go party on your Friday. Your Friday night, because that's what all the cool kids do. Yes, I agree. CISO 92379. We, we protest with our dollars first. Absolutely. And I think there's a lot more that people can do prote protesting with their dollars. Every single choice you make on how to spend your, your what you have, your money, is, is your vote right there. So, geez, what kind of food are you buying? What are you spending your money on there? You still spending your money on fast food and Coke and Kroger and big name brands that are screwing us all? <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for feeding the system there. Uh, so there's that. What are you spending your money on in terms of media, right? Netflix and Hulu and news and TV subscriptions and all that. Um, are you allocating at least anything even if it's 10 bucks a month to support any of the newspapers that are helping you or the content creators out there or anything like that right like i i support a couple people on patreon and subscribe star and i have an epic time subscription for like five bucks a month or something like that so there's a few people i i help um a lot of other examples too shop local mom and pop shops man yeah Do I think non-vaxxed and blue states are going to be put into prisons or like camps? No, I don't think so. I don't see that coming. It getting that far. Lost Traveler says, remind everyone that September 18th is off to blame all Q and Trump people. Uh, I warned of that yesterday in my chat in my live stream. And yes, I will say again here, there's supposed to be a justice for J6. That's what it's being termed as. Justice for J6 protest event demonstration in Washington, D.C. next Saturday. Not tomorrow, but week after tomorrow. And it does look like it's just perfect for false flagging. The FBI is just salivating watching that thing like, mm, oh yeah, serve it right up for us. 
Um, I, I, you know, I think there's well-intentioned people behind that event, so I don't want to bash it and call it dumb, but I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go, or I'd be very damn careful if I did. Although, I think we also need to be careful on Telegram. I think there's going to be, I think there's a good possibility that there's going to be some either AI bot push or some sort of, some sort of push by shills on Telegram to post, whether it be violent content or calls to arms or something like that. I'm, I've got my eye out for that. I know some people are and have shut down their chats for the next week on Telegram because they don't want um, any shills to be posting bad content in there. You know, and then the media would just screen cap that and run their hit pieces. I don't think I'm going to take down my chat, but I am telling my admins, my mods on Telegram to keep an eye out and ban at will. Willie B. Post said, Matt Brainerd is legit. He's trying to help and call attention to the just uh, January 6th political prisoners. Yeah, I, I don't think he's... I, I haven't seen any red flags from him. So that's why I said I think there is a uh, really good intention behind the event. I just hope that he's got that locked down. He better have some good security there, uh, people with their eyes out. So, no, yeah, that's... I've heard good things about him. Huh? D1N Shoe on Twitch said, where's the fake alien invasion? It's funny you say that because, uh, you know, yesterday in my live stream, I was also kind of putting a warning out there, at least saying that I have a hunch, I have this intuition that the UFO topic is going to become very prominent in the next few months as we head toward the end of the year, right? So I said that last night. And then today, I was told that Donald Trump Jr. was doing an Instagram Live, and he joked multiple times in his Instagram Live about uh, asking his dad tomorrow, asking President Trump about aliens, because tomorrow is the a big UFC, or not UFC, MMA fight, boxing fight, whatever it is, a big fight between Holyfield and uh, somebody else, De La Hoya, I don't know, I don't know the freaking names, but anyway, uh, Trump's going to be there giving commentary, and Trump Jr. is going to be there too. So Trump Jr. was joking about asking his dad tomorrow about aliens. And I'm like, ooh, George Stradamus strikes again. George Stradamus. <laughs> I've been joking about that on Telegram. George Stradamus. Um, uh, yeah, I do think it's going to become definitely more prominent. And it's interesting, right, to see this battle for disclosure, battle for the narrative play out. And it's been playing out for the last few years where you have clearly the the deep state cabal folk, they're coming out with their UFO pieces, their gatekeeper-filled, distraction-oriented, limited hangout disclosure pieces. They come out with some narrative every every few months or something like that. And then you have the, the opposite camp over here. We could call it the White Hats or the Patriots or whatever. They're getting ahead of the stories. They know what the deep state's doing with their limited hangout UFO op. So they, they're trying to either like get ahead of it. Um, you saw Q make those couple of posts about ET life and secret space programs and whatnot. 
And then like Trump, uh, Trump Jr. asking Trump about Roswell and all that in the podcast last year. Just interesting little things like that. And it's such a it's such a sensitive topic that they obviously are both camps, deep state and white hats. They're walking a very tight rope in this battle for the narratives but we'll see how it plays out right obviously right now we've got um other things that are sort of more pertinent like election fraud and this vaccine mandate stuff to disclose but don't get it twisted the ufo topic it's still incredibly important it's connected in with everything else it's uh and it's definitely going to take prominence over the next few months and years a lot of stuff's going to be coming out a lot of stuff's going to be coming out. Going to blow a lot of people's minds. <laughs> and I I, th- I think... Uh, I won't get into that here. Let me just say this. I think, I think a lot of people are going to realize that not only is the mainstream media UFO stuff just watered down kind of bullshit... But I think they're also going to realize a lot of the conspiratorial crap that's out there is also like the the stuff that goes way into left field in terms of extraterrestrials and people claiming to be whistleblowers and all that stuff. I think they're going to begin to realize a lot of them have been full of shit too. And it's it's just created this, oh man, the whole the whole topic of UFO research has just been so screwed up so messed it puts me off now it's one of my favorite topics to research and to get into but it just gives me such a sour taste in my mouth with how this this mainstream ufo garbage has been has taken over a lot of the ufo conferences like like conscious life expo and contact in the desert and the the ufo conference or whatever like a lot of the big glitzy glamoury bubblegum pop UFO conferences have just been taken over by that. And then you also have the the you know kind of crazy conspiracy stuff that's also it just it just never ends. Like people just make up such claims. All these claims and stories and testimonies get thrown out there and people just don't ask for evidence. They don't offer much evidence at all and they just, you know, sell books and make conferences and sell tickets to them and all sorts of shit based on what like what seriously where's your where can you give us something instead of just empty rhetoric there's just so much empty rhetoric out there can't stand it and obviously i can't stand it in the q movement either that's uh, you know i've been going off on that for a while now somebody said a dark journalist is a great study on ufos uh maybe I don't know. He's kind of a douchebag too. Don't get me started on dark journalist. <laughs> He's he, he he might not be who he really says he is. He used to attack me quite a bit back in 2017, that one. So, uh, got to be careful. Why is the UFO industry going so Hollywood, though? The whole thing, right? Like, not only is the uh, main, are the mainstreamers going Hollywood, but even the, like, 
conspiracy side of it is going Hollywood. They're all trying to like jump on to whether it's Demi Lovato or Jenny McCarthy or all these Hollywooders out there. And it's like kind of weird. What do you just want? You just want attention. You just want clicks instead of, uh, I don't know, maintaining true to yourself or something like that. It's, it's odd. It's weird. And the thing is, how many of those UFO influencers, ufology people, once once stuff really started getting heavy, like COVID hit, election got stolen, now we got Joe Biden in screwing shit up and all these mandates, once stuff really started getting heavy, they just like gave up. You don't hear shit from them. Or they don't even talk about COVID or the election or anything like that. Like they just... This is, you know, where do they go? That, that bothers me the most, honestly, because it's like when they could have done such, when, they, when their work was needed the most, when they could have made, uh, you know, such heavy of an impact, they just like, the, the, the waters got too rough for them and they ran away. Like, okay, all right, I see you. I see what it's, I see and they want to save their Twitter accounts and their YouTube channels so they you know they don't put anything out there they don't they don't get controversial with it like <laughs> oh man uh here's a good question are there any reliable people left to follow in the Q movement oh yeah totally just go back to the OGs i stick with the OGs so stick with and this is not, again, not an endorsement for 100% of what these people put out. Some of them I, I disagree with, with certain takes and topics and whatnot. But I I trust their intentions, and I trust their understanding of Q. So I would go back to, you know, Praying Medic. He knows his Q. He's been in it for a while now. Um, iPod, In Pursuit of Truth. He's still putting out, what, weekly videos on his bit shoot, right? good stuff there plug for truth and art tv in the comments yes bernie shout out bernie he's been in it for a while red pill 78 he's been in it for a while right i i know i know i uh harp on people i'm typically more critical than not with my content but i just like you know there's a whole lot of people we got a freaking question out there anybody that's like a year old or newer, <laughs> right? Freaking Charles Ward and Simon Parker. Simon Parks has been out there for a while now, but he only jumped onto the Q bandwagon over the last nine months, right? So Scott McKay, all these weirdos. Um, no, I wouldn't. And it's funny, all, all of them are pumping the same crap, right? Oftentimes, David Nino. <laughs> but go, go back to the OGs. That's who Yes, Pepe Deluxe, Pepe Lives Matter. There's quite a few on Telegram. We kind of created that We the Media group. I was one of the co-founders of it, that We the Media Telegram channel. I think we're at like 240, 250K subs on it now. But once we all got banned off Twitter nine months ago-ish, we, quite a few of us, or I, uh, I worked with IET actually, Craig, and we, uh, we co-founded this We the Media page and tried to bring in a lot of solid influencers um, so yeah, 
but no, I, you know, I do give props to a lot of people. I mean, these days, like, a <laughs> more and more, it's like, ah, oh, shit, I thought I could trust him. I thought he was cool, but he's either a clickbait idiot or can't trust him or whatever. Like, it's unfortunate when people fall off that wagon, but no, there's still, you got to search for him, but there's still a lot of great people out there who are doing good, good content. And, uh, I do, yeah, some people think, oh, Jordan hates everybody. Like, no, no, I, uh, there's people I definitely like, but I just, you know, I don't typically blow smoke up people's asses, so I just don't, I don't know, don't name them quite the, but I do, I do name drop quite often, and I show their work in my videos, so you see who I support. Don't get it twisted, I'm a, I'm a positive, supportive person, I also tell the hard truths, and there's a lot of people out there I just can't freaking stand, because me, I see right through virtue signaling. You're not gonna virtue signal me. And I can see right through the content creators that do their virtue signaling in their shows and videos and podcasts and all that, so. <laughs> the people think I'm a hater are just the ones that get triggered. But <laughs> I'm like calling them out on their shit. On their shit. Andrew Rawlings says, I love Thomas at True Reporting. I like him too. I did an interview with him uh, back in the day. And I like his, uh, I think he's got a good heart. Thomas at True, True Reporting's all right. <laughs> Somebody asked about Mel Q. Um, quite honestly... Not to be confused with Mel K. Mel K and Mel Q are two very different people, so I see a lot of people get them confused. Uh, Mel Q, I think she's got a good heart. I, I I do, but her decodes lately have just been wow. No, no. There, I wouldn't even classify them as decodes, honestly. So you know, you you have to kind of when you're evaluating people, evaluate them in two spectrums at least. Intent and performance. You can have a lot of people who are very well-intended, but their performance and their like their reason for doing content, sometimes people just get so caught up with clicks and attention that they can still be like well-intentioned, but their performance is like they're putting out content because they want followers. And it's not even substantive, like there's no value. There's no resourcefulness in that. So um and you have to be honest with yourself, right? Okay, I like this person. I think they're a good person, but man, they're just their content. It I can't share that. I can't, I can't get on that, right? And I got to be honest about it because I don't want other people getting false ideas based off this twisted content. This you know these false claims this well-intended person is putting out. So you got to be. Which <laughs> somebody said which one was the stripper? Mel K. Yes. Yeah, she did a she did a, a one video back in the day. I won't bring that up here. She might threaten to sue me again. Yeah. Uh, Neo Tribal says, can I teach us how to see through virtue signaling? What are my tips? That's a damn good question. I'm going to take a, I'm going to do like a, 
dedicated video on that. In fact, that's kind of why I made the whole Conspiracy Analytica brand is to to help people see through some of those folks. First of all, you have to not take words at face value. Just always understand, okay, here's the claim, here's what they're saying, but you really have to see if actions match the words and you have to really ground yourself emotionally. Don't get caught up. Don't either get excited or fearful. Just don't give any emotion to people's words, honestly. Don't let their words move you at all. Stay grounded. Take what they're saying. All right. Here's Here are the words. Here's the claim. And then be patient as well in seeing if their actions, their behaviors actually match the words. So... There's a lot of buzzwords out there. People like to call themselves like workers and call themselves patriots, right? And call themselves whatever name it might be or label. But that's an that's a label to get an emotional reaction out of you to like them more. Are they really doing patriot shit? Or are they just, you know, grifting their followers with clickbait and disinfo or doing some narcissistic new age shit? But making but calling themselves starseeds or light workers or patriots or whatever to make you feel good. So so really, work on your emotions, honestly. That's a big one. Just work on your emotions. Work on how to keep calm and grounded. And don't let whatever you read or hear move you before making sure that there's something to back up whatever is being said. You might not be seeing it, right? Your, your, your gut reaction might be, well, there's nothing to back up what they're saying, so it's bullshit. Well, maybe. Maybe there is. So you can't... Just because like a, a statement or a claim is weird to you, don't let yourself get triggered. You might just not have come across that proof yet. Or <laughs> they're making a claim and it's like, uh, I want to believe that so much, right? I want to believe it, but don't if they don't make a damn good case for it. Simon, Simon Farts, Scott McGay, Charles Wardrobe. <laughs> yeah, these clowns, man. All right, guys, any last comments? We'll say we'll save the clown in for another another show, another another live stream. <laughs> Do one live stream like just on all of them. Um, we'll switch it up here, though, to finish up. We're approaching an hour. Let's see, let's see. How'd you like this Q&A? Wanna do more of these? Just kinda jump around topics. I think they're pretty chill. Uh, I can do more of these like every couple of weeks or something like that. Is someone paying them, will he be asked? Honestly, there, I mean, there is, I know Charles Ward, Nick Veniamen, and uh, honestly, I think Robert David Steele did too, maybe even a couple other others, but they have the same person do marketing for them. They do their emails and their websites. And yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I would not doubt it if some of these guys have been brought into some sort of network where it's like, just things got set up for them, right? Their interviews get set up, and here's their talking points and in this group text. I don't know. I honestly do not know. 
But what I, based on what I've seen in the UFO community over the last few years and how, how there can be people like controlled and leveraged and, um, paid in certain ways. Uh, no, honestly, I wouldn't doubt that at all. I ha I got questions, man. <laughs> I don't think they're going to be, they're going <laughs> to, it's going to be easy to find answers to them. Might never, but I do got questions. You can buy Telegram followers. You can buy you can buy these things. Like I saw Phil Godlewski. If you guys are familiar familiar with him, he's a, <laughs> he's an interesting character. I saw Phil Godlewski go from fourteen thousand Telegram followers to three hundred and sixty thousand Telegram followers in the span of like three days. Saw it happen before my eyes. Um, I would not doubt at all if he paid for those. Ooh, Emery got destroyed by his fiance. <laughs> Oof, Emery Smith. Yeah, what a what another character. <laughs> <laughs> another another character who said things where I'm like, mm, I don't know about that one. I don't know about that one. Someone said no planes on 9-11. I disagree. I disagree. I think there were definitely planes. Uh, speaking of which, guys, tomorrow I am going to be doing a, um, a Zoom call. Tomorrow's the bi-monthly, one of the bi-monthly Zoom calls that I do for all of my subscribe star Substack and jordansather.tv subscribers. So if you're subscribed to any of those three, uh, come hang out on the Zoom calls. Do a couple of them a month. Uh, if you are subscribed to those three, but you haven't been getting the emails for them, let me know. Send me send me an email and I'll get you on the list. Sometimes people sign up for like the jordansather.tv, that website. Uh, and if they're like a recent sign up, I might not have their email yet. But uh, yeah, so come join. It's a good time. And you can support my work on any of those three, three platforms. Holograms? No, I mean, I know people. I know people who, have, who were eyewitnesses to the planes hitting the towers on 9-11, okay? Now, there's still a lot of questions you could ask there. Okay, well, you know... Who was really flying them? Probably still explosive used in the towers. Maybe directed energy weaponry, you know, cue Dr. Judy Ward's work. There could have been multiple things done, and obviously no plane hit Building 7. But there were definitely planes. Like this this hologram CGI bullshit, um, I think that's just kind of conspiracy confusion clickbait that gets purposely put out there probably purposely put out there by maybe freaking intelligence agencies of the deep state just to lead people down false paths and feed the feed the clickbait machine that is there to hinder our progress no plane at the pentagon I, I wonder, I wonder if it was a missile or a, uh, a drone, actually. I wonder if it was a, a drone. 
but uh, something hit it. CGI, CGI on TV. Yeah, that's, I mean, think of, think of this, right? Planes could have hit the towers. Real event could have taken place. Or this also goes for, like, the moon landing. Apollo astronauts could have really landed on the moon. I think they did. Um, but there also could have been fake videos made to put out there, even though the real event took place, just to, again, feed the clickbait machine, lead people down false paths, confuse the shit out of them, right? So, yeah, think of that. Oh, they really did land on the moon. Oh, but there really are fake videos out there. Wow. Two things can exist at once, right? It's not a black and white world. You gotta, you gotta get deeper when you're thinking about the poss possibilities. And in fact, that's a likely possibility to me because then they could hide what really happened at 9-11 or hide what really happened on the moon or hide these things and then lead the, lead the people interested in figuring out the truth about them, lead the truth seekers then down the clickbait paths so they don't hone on the signal. Confuse them with a bunch of noise about conspiracy stuff. No planes, fake moon landing, flat earth. We can't get through the Van Allen belts. Shit like that. Lead them down the false pass. Then they'll never figure out the truth. That's why I started Conspiracy Analytica. Is because we got a lot of these false paths. That people are having a tough time working with. So. Alright guys. We'll finish up here. Last few comments. What search engine do I use? A variety of them. I, I use Google and DuckDuckGo mainly. Google's still very helpful. You just have to know how to use it. What keywords to put in, what metrics to search in terms of dates and all that. So yeah, I still use Google. I also know when it's feeding me bullshit. So there's that. DuckDuckGo is also kind of helpful, but it still just gives you kind of what the most popular results are, not often what you're looking for. Tyler said dissenter on Gab. Haven't used that yet, actually. I uh, should try it, though. I'll give it a shot. A mirror of a mirror, yes. M mirrors everywhere, metaphorically, in terms of uh, truth-seeking. William Tompkins, man. Wow. R.I.P. Tompkins. Yeah, I guess as of as of a couple weeks ago, it would have been four years since Tompkins passed away. I would love to get more confirmation on his story. What's happening with the Edge of Wonder guys? Haven't heard much from them lately. Uh, they do a lot of stuff just on their own platform, but I, I follow them on Instagram and Telegram. They got their channels going, so they're, they're still trucking along. Why haven't we been able to go back to the moon? Assuming we haven't been. Maybe we have. They just haven't told us about it. some compartmentalized project 
Um, what is Tompkins' story? Go watch my documentary, Above Majestic. Can learn a lot about it there. And I've got the full interview I did with him on um, jordansather.tv. And uh, it might be up on BitChute, too. I think it is up on BitChute, the full doc. Or the full interview, excuse me, that I did with him for the documentary. You know, it got cut a little bit to put into Above Majestic. But the full talk that I did with him, I think, is up on my BitChute. So, there's that. Good ass documentary. Thanks. Thanks, Pappy. Pappy Kulo. A few things I I kind of have changed my mind about, but that's just, you know, certain people and their testimony in that. But otherwise, it got it got heavy. It got heavy. And we put a lot of good stuff in there. I think. Very broad. Did I ever meet David Adair? Mm. Yeah, I did. We, I, I interviewed him. We actually interviewed him, I think, for Above Majestic. I don't know if as much of his testimony got included in that or Cosmic Secret, but I did. He was. He seemed like a very nice guy, David Adair. He he did sit have some comments. I think he made some comment actually about 9/11 when I interviewed him, and he he. he it sounded like he thought the terrorists did it, and it sounded like he was kind of buying into that narrative. So I don't know how holistic his view on everything was, but Adair did feel genuine, though. At least he believed what he was saying. All right, guys, we'll call that good. We'll call that good for tonight. Appreciate all of you that have been hanging out. Uh, we'll do another one of these, another Q&A like this, sometime soon, probably. I, I won't do it every Friday. Every Friday gets a little overkill, and, um, you know, we might have news to cover, something like that. I just, I didn't want to spend freaking three, four hours compiling a bunch of articles and writing notes down and all that today. So... Uh, do have a lot of content coming over the weekend though some interviews coming next week we'll do the monday wednesday friday live stream next week 4 p.m monday wednesday friday pacific and i will put out some telegram posts and emails to remind all you and that's it that's it guys appreciate your support whether you're on subscribe star jordansather.tv or you grab something maybe from my supplement brand or whatever else i appreciate it you help me continue doing this, continue being able to post on Telegram and research and all that. So uh, thank you. Appreciate you. More coming. See you next time, everybody.